Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Everybody, it's Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. And I'm the Night Owl. You're tuning in to Wrestle Talk. 657-383-1521. We'll be discussing WWE, NXT, Lucha Underground, ROH, Fantasy Wrestling, and we'll have some of the best damn interviews professional and independent wrestling that you've ever heard. And I'm Joe Lance. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts, keep your arms in the vehicle at all times. Wrestle Talk begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Enjoy the ride. What is up, WrestleTalk fans and family? How the heck is everybody doing? I hope everybody is doing great tonight. Nightmare Jones is here once again for the WrestleTalk podcast with Joe and Renee. And we've got such a great show for you today. we got the High Spot segment. we got the Shoot and Shout segment. we got the WrestleTalk podcast game show challenge. we got the Fantasy Wrestling segment. We've got everything you can possibly think of. And if that's not enough, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Mad Dog Connor Doherty coming on. And then we've got Victor McGoss coming on. Two gentlemen that are going to absolutely light the WrestleTalk podcast with Joe and Renee up. Uh, what I would like to do right now is We're going to go ahead and do what we did last week, and that is do a little tribute to the man that helped start Russell Talk. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, give us about two minutes. Justin Time and Crazy Shay live tonight on Russell Talk. So I don't know if you're as pumped as I am, but... um, I'm, I'm pumped that we're on Blog Talk Radio. Um, it's an awesome platform and everything. A five-minute promo. Joe doing what he does best, just running his mouth. Um, you guys go back through that and tell me how many times he, he cussed. It sounded like every other word was F this, F that, MF, 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 yes, I left, blah, 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 wham, 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 wham. I left, I left, I left, wham, 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 wham. Be prepared for a war, MF this, MF that, FS, F that. I left. Yeah, so what? Traitor, 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 traitor. Trisha, Patricia, Patricia. Death squad, death squad, death squad. Rick, 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 Deuce. Lovely, lovely night here. And it's great time for the second installment of uncontrolled with Rick Rose. (laughs) You know, a lot of stuff has been going on in this group. If you guys missed Metro Pro, 
missed a lot of stuff. The reveal of the Kings of the Road. The the little battle between insane royalty and half of extreme authority. And we also missed this. Hey, what do you think about time with Justin? <laughs> Justin Time is the champion. Me you're gonna sue my show? I'm not suing your show because I'm also getting sued by another company. Hmm. Because they also are personal advocates. You bullied me, though, Joe. You bullied me. You bullied me into taking that bet because you knew you'd win. That's why you brought it up. I did not do anything of the sort. You did not have to take those bets. And so, you know... But like I said, when congratulations. Have I, when, I, when have I ever? Oh, Vic, Vic, Vic. You know, we definitely missed the guy. And there's one other little clip that I wanted to play. A lot of times you hear us play Mama Time. And what a lot of you don't know is that this clip came from the first time that Renee, that Rick and I went to uh, Kirby Pro's All or Nothing. Rick had taken one of... Uh, uh, Double Dragon's T-shirts and wrote his name on it, and he asked Mama Time what she thought of, of his shirt, and this was her reaction. I think it's shit. Oh. <laughs> I will never, ever, 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 ever forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get this show started with the man, the myth, the legend, the man that needs no introduction, the Night Owl.
Uh, the first 25 minutes, 20 minutes of the show, we talk all topics pertaining to professional wrestling. So if you've got something that you want to say about professional wrestling or a topic that you want to bring to the table, it's easy. Dial that number, 657-383-1521. We're going to go through our traditional uh, Carl Lewis as we honor the flag. But before we get there, allow me to uh, give some major shout-outs to the people who make the Wrestle Talk podcast possible, uh, starting with our newest sponsors. That's Interstate 70 Sports Media, media. Jeremy Carbon, the boys. You heard him last week here during the High Spot segment. Real great guy. Absolutely everything and anything pertaining to the world of sports in the state of Missouri. Also, huge shout-out to Scott Rathbun over at Rathbun's Engraving, customizing our first edition of the WrestleTalk Podcast mugs, fully customized with your name on it for $20 plus shipping. Hit us up on DM. Let us know you want your mug made, and we'll go ahead and start working on that thing for you, ASAP. Also, Royal Mills Transportation, any transportation needs you have within the greater Kansas City area, make sure you hit up my man, Dewan Mills, or hit me with a DM. I can get you in touch with him. And then, of course, we've got some amazing affiliates. Dude, Adam Frex and the boys over at Talking Dynasty, all things professional sports, particularly football. And, of course, man, where would we be? with our loyal, lawyer sister podcast over at the Conspiracy Farm with Pat Milicic, Jay Hollywood. Man, those guys have been so good to us for a very, very long time. And then, of course, last but not least, eSports Bar KC, who for the last couple of years has hosted our watch parties. And God willing, and I've been praying, God willing, everything works out, we'll be able to have another watch party for SummerSlam at the end of August. We don't know. There's no guarantees. Things are starting to kind of shut back down again. But I promise you guys, members of the WrestleTalk family, we will keep you guys posted. Because no matter how hard you try, there is only one WrestleTalk podcast slash FWWC watch party, and that is the one hosted at eSports every single year for all big four pay-per-views. All that said, Jonesy, I think we got to get on with the show. So join me, friends, in respectfully removing your cast placing your hands over your heart as we pay homage to what I believe is still the greatest country on God's green earth, and that's America, damn it. Oh, 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 say can you see and the rocket For the land of the free. There's a tear in my eye every single time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into that high spot segment. Enter Timmy, hit that music. It is 
now time for the hot spot segment. This is your time to call in. Let us know whatever you want to talk about. The number is 657-383-1521. Once again, that's 657-383-1521. And all right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start it off. Uh, Recently, we heard that Charlotte Flair was going to be taking some time off to get a uh, elected surgery. Nobody really knew what the surgery was, but now we finally know what the surgery is. Uh, Charlotte is getting her uh, uh, boobs redone again because uh, apparently she's had issues with her uh, boobs leaking. She's had a boob job and her her sacs have been leaking, and so she had to get a surgery. Implants have, have been leaking, so she had to get surgery, and apparently it's happened again, so now she's going to get a surgery that is a little bit longer than what is what the last one was. So, you know, she she's going to be back. It's just right now she's doing this surgery, I guess, to to get her health back. Uh, what do you think about all this, Renee? And do you well, think you know that... What? You know that, what I definitely... Do you think that she should have to explain what exactly she's doing? Man, that is such a great question, and I would love, I would absolutely love to give an opportunity to some of the folks that are listening right now to the show. We've got a couple of you guys on hold. We're going to make time for you, I promise, and there's room for more. So, again, guys, 657-383-1521 to join in on the conversation. And as a matter of fact, if you have your own topic, bring it. Bring it to the table right here on the Russell Talk Podcast, and we will tackle it no matter how difficult the topic is. Like this one. Jonesy, this is a difficult topic because these yes. are what I believe to be private, physical situations mm-hmm. that should not be made public. It is not I our guess. business why Charlotte Flair needs to take time off. And the fact that she's willing to share that only says to me, how much she cares about the business and her fans. Right. You've got no reason, because when you start telling people why, you really are opening up yourself to criticism. Now, you could argue, Josie, that if you don't say why, you could also be opening up yourself to criticism. I'm sure there's some people standing on their high horse going, well, you know what, that's why I always said that she shouldn't be getting a boo job and this, that, and the other thing. And on the other side of the fence, you've got people that are probably empathetic to her situation the way that I am. I'm not a girl. I may have boobs, the man version, okay? But I have no idea what she's going through. And the fact that she's willing to share that with her audience says to me one thing and one thing only. She absolutely loves her fans, and she loves the sport, and that makes me love Charlotte even more. And guess what? For as much crap, as the WWE gets for overbooking Charlotte, for um, Roman Reigns, and for Becky Lynch, now all three of them, which many people would argue are the three top superstars in the company, are now gone. Very quickly, my friends, we are starting to see the repercussions of those absences. 1.5 million, actually 1.6 was the peak yesterday for Monday Night Raw. So say what you will about the way that they book these superstars when they're not there. 
Josie. I admire her for her, 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 her honesty. I, I can imagine that this is something that she probably tried to work through for a while and then finally decided that, hey, you know what, I can't push this back any further. And I tip my cap to her for that, bro, genuinely. And anybody's got a problem with her, you got a problem. Because she's being honest. She probably pushed herself a little harder than she should have, which is how these things happen, from what I understand. And she's willing to be transparent about it. What more can you ask of a superstar, Josie? I really don't know what else you could ask. I I would would definitely definitely one hundred percent agree. You know, and and it, it it's real that you actually brought up the uh, ratings last night for Monday Night Raw. And if I'm not mistaken, that is one of the lowest ratings for Monday Night Raw that they've like ever had. So you know that says something. And the fact that that this is like the go home show. For extreme rules, what does that say about extreme rules? Like, you know, if, if you're doing that much, you know, if you're doing that little for the go home show for extreme rules, you know, what does that say about extreme rules? Uh, from what I'm understanding, this eye versus eye match, they're, they're going to have like some sort of a CGI eyeball. That that's what they're going to be using doing this this match. So I, I don't know how that that's oh going to work. I don't know. It, it's it's going to be definitely, definitely uh, interesting, uh, you know. But moving forward, another Joe, Joe, awesome before thing. You, before you go but, on, uh, before you go on, I got a couple more shout-outs here because I got to support the people that support us. So uh, Daniel checking in from Canada and the homie Eric. Uh, Shout-out to Jeremy Carp, who we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, Cody checking in from the beautiful state of Kansas, as well as our boy uh, Vinsanity checking in. Uh, shout out to Leo D of XWE and KCXW, bro. We love you. And Adam Frex, who we talked about a little bit earlier as well, from Talking Dynasty. Guys, football season is just about back into the swing of things. Make sure you guys look up Talking Dynasty on all your social media platforms. Everything's good, Adam. Thank you for asking. Thank you for being a top fan. And then our boy uh, DJ Scratch, a.k.a. King Lewis, checking in. Absolutely love it. You know what? We love even more, guys. I know all of y'all love wrestling, so dial that number, 657-383-1521. We can talk about this topic, or we can talk about anything else. This is your time, guys. This is time for the WrestleTalk family to come on and talk their shit, okay? 657-383-1521. Josie, what's our next topic tonight, man? So... The next topic is this past week on NXT, you saw Keith Lee become the brand new NXT heavyweight champion. And that it was a absolutely awesome match. He is now the uh, North American champion and the NXT heavyweight champion, beating out Adam Cole Bebe. Uh, I think that 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 that, that was a awesome move. I think that it's great. Um, my question, Renee, is: Do you think that with this uh, move, with with Adam Cole dropping the title, do we see Adam Cole moving to the main roster at some point very very soon? That's a very interesting question, Nightmare Jones. And to be honest with you, I have been very trepidatious about Adam Cole's ascension to the main roster. I'd asked myself on several occasions, is that 
much of a difference. I mean, you see a lot of crossover between NXT, Raw, mm-hmm. SmackDown, particularly on the pay-per-views. So I don't think it'll be quite as detrimental as I was initially concerned it might be. Okay? My concern is the log jam that has been created on Raw and SmackDown when you see guys who we all assume would be perpetual main eventers being relegated to, to tag team, okay? I will give you an example. Shinsuke Nakamura came in with a lot of fanfare. And about a year after his initial run, you started to see the kind of the sputtering a little bit in the creative department with the WWE and what they're doing with him. So I think if they want to do Adam Cole justice, they give him the backpack or the jetpack, strap it to him, and let him see what he can do. And what I would like to see is for the gentleman of the Undisputed Era to join him. Because nothing would make me happier than to see some sort of trios action. We all know that when it comes to trios, nobody has had anything on the New Day for a long, long time. And I know Xavier Woods is on the shelf temporarily, okay? But this is something that could be done progressively. As an individual, I think Adam Cole has a ton of value, probably one of the most promising superstars in the WWE. But let's just be honest, guys. He's not a spring chicken. And I'm going to have Intern Timmy look this up. Joe, talk to Intern Timmy. Pull up for me on the Google machine how old Adam Cole is. Because I think that's relevant. Most people say, well, AJ Styles came in kind of old and look at him. He's doing great. Well, I mean, he has done great, but is he currently doing great? Does anybody care about the Intercontinental Championship right now? I don't really think so. The most exciting thing that's happened with WWE in the last couple of weeks is Keith Lee. And he's not even on the quote-unquote main roster. To truth point, it's all kind of the main roster now. I mean, they're all wrestling in the same building, for God's sake. What's the difference? They're changing the ring apron? I mean, come on. So to answer your question, Jonesy, yes, I think Keith Lee will do a tremendous job, just like he has everywhere that he has gone with every championship that he's ever held. But I am a little concerned about Adam Cole. I just hope that we don't see the same thing with him that we've seen with so many others when they get the call up from NXT, where boom, they start off hot, and then eventually they start to dwindle. And that's not a good thing. Yeah. That is not a good thing. So let's hope that it's a little bit more Triple H than Vince McMahon when it comes to the way that Adam Cole is being booked. Those are my thoughts, Jonesy. I want to know. You asked me the question, but you've got to have some thoughts on this, bro. What are they? Yeah, um... I I think that right now that you know as as, as Adam Cole is going to be fine wherever he goes if he goes to SmackDown he'll be fine if he goes to Raw he'll be fine if he stays on NXT he'll be 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 fine because once again the WWE is 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 not trying to make NXT the developmental anymore NXT is now a brand of attention maybe he won't go anywhere. Uh, and to answer your question, Adam Cole is actually the youngest member of the the uh, Undisputed Era. He is 31 years old. Roderick Strong is 36 years old. Kyle O'Reilly is 33 years old. And Bobby Fish is 43. So none of wow. them are spring chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't lying, Joey. 
You definitely ain't lying. Okay, well, thank you, crack research department. But you know, it wasn't even us, bro. It was the members of the uh, the WrestleTalk family <laughs> that came up with that information. So thank you very, very much. And Remy Ricks, I love what you said because, uh, well, you agreed with me, so I appreciate that. But I do believe that it should be the Undisputed Era all going together. Wherever it is that they go, I think they should go together. I really, really do. I think factions, for as much as people like to slander factions, I love them. I love them back during the Attitude Era, and I think it could work again given the incredible amount of talent that WWE has right now. They could easily pull it off, especially, especially when you're talking about guys of this caliber, Jonesy. I absolutely think they could make it work, and I would love to see them go against the New Day. They gotta go in as mega heels, bro. They gotta go in as mega heels against the New Day. That's what I would like to see personally. Those are just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. What else we got on the docket, brother? So we got one more before we we have to bring in uh, Mad Dog, Mad Dog, and and this is 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 something that is funny, but then then again, it's not because we actually called this the forty-seven-year-old WWE Hall of Famer. Sonny has once again been arrested, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, she is been arrested. Eluding police officers, operating a motor vehicle during second license suspension, which she had her license suspended for having her second DUI, and two counts of contempt to violate domestic violence restraining order. So, you know, we we called it, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Sonny has been arrested. So why don't you go ahead and tell us your thoughts while I go ahead and uh, get a hold of uh, Mr. Mad Dog Connor, and we will be right back. So take it away, Renee. Oh, you got it, Joe. And I appreciate you guys all on hold. Hang in there. We're going to get to you shortly. But let me just say this. Jeez freaking Louise Tammy Snitch, a.k.a. or Sitch. Tammy Sitch, not Snitch. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we called it. It was about three months ago. I can't even remember what episode it was. She'd, um, she'd apparently gotten upset that people were constantly, like, like poking at her. Not that way, guys. You got to relax, okay? <laughs> but people were poking at her just taking bets and placing bets on how long it would take for her to end up back in jail. And even though we're, we're kind of making light of the situation, I mean, obviously addiction, alcoholism, those things are not to be laughed at, right, obviously. But, you know, we're within the context of a, of a show that's for the sake of entertainment, so please bear with us. I mean, obviously we're going to pray uh, for Tammy, for Sonny, for her to get well very, very soon. And, uh, the, you know, I believe that addiction is definitely an illness, Okay. I really, really do believe that is an illness, and uh, she needs to seek help. I just don't know uh, if she's ready to accept it because, you know, when she came on and, and appeared on social media, I think she was overwhelmingly embraced. But some people, unfortunately, just have this self-destructive tendency to them, and as much as you want to try to help, these people don't want or need it, at least in their mind frame. So the way that I look at it, guys, is that we should all be optimistic about Sunny and support her. 
when she is out and about, but currently she's back behind bars, and I hate to say this, but we 100% called it, didn't we, Joey? Absolutely. 100%. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? It is time for our first guest of the night. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this introduction. And I know that, that, that you do really good introductions, but can you allow me to do this introduction? Sure, sure. But allow me to add this caveat before you do the introduction because, you know, it would be a dang shame if you missed it. And here's what I want to say. Guys, today's show is very special for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is that both of our guests, are from abroad, meaning neither guest today, Mr. Mad Dog or Mr. Oz, are within the continental United States. No, no, no. And to be even more specific, okay, Connor Doherty will be calling in from almost 8,000 miles away. He is currently 13 hours ahead of our current time here, 7.29 p.m., Central Time, and of course, 829 Eastern Time, West Virginia, Kansas City Time, okay? He is calling from the beautiful, outstanding, phenomenal country of China. I I just cannot believe that we've got a guest from China and a guest from Canada on today's show. I wanted to make sure to highlight that before you went ahead and kicked off that introduction, Jonesy. Why don't you do us us the honors? All right, so... Mayor Don Connor has been, he's a regular on the British professional wrestling circuit. He's trained under the guidance of elite British wrestling in Rotterdam, England. He's had his first championship match against uh, the German powerhouse Craig only four months into his career. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our honor to bring on the man known as Mayor Dog Connor Gordy. Got some music for you. Can you hear Mr. Doherty? Yes, I can. What an honor to have you on the show, sir. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Renee. Man. (laughs) So, I've got to ask, what is the weather like right now in China? I know that it's like 831 in the morning there, so... So I know that that you you probably just just woke up you know you're you're getting out out the uh, asleep that that that's in your eye maybe you're drinking a beer. Uh, <laughs> what's the weather like in China? <laughs> oh, do get me wrong, Joe. I am Irish, but I'm not that Irish. Uh, <laughs> the weather is amazing. It is the typical average of 35 degrees Celsius. The sun is high in the sky. The sky is very blue, and it just <laughs> looks like a tropical scene here. 
Nice. That is absolutely awesome. China is one place that I've always wanted to go. China and uh, Ireland. I've always wanted to go to uh, Ireland. So you trained under the guidance of Elite British Wrestling. What was it like training under Elite British Wrestling? Oh, well, some of the guys there, obviously, they were experienced veterans. So, in a way, they were professional throughout. They were your good coaches, giving good guidance. But, like, just me being me, I was like a kid. I was all ears. I was on my best behavior. Anything they said, I took as gospel. I already had an idea in my head that I wanted to do. And, man, yeah, I'll never forget where I come from. And I love Every single session. Yeah, you know, it, so how has the, the wrestling been uh, is different in, I'm not sure if you, you've wrestled in America, but how is it different from wrestling in England to wrestling in America? Uh, unfortunately, I've not had the pleasure to wrestle in America yet. Okay. Thanks to uh, AIWF, uh, Matt Creed for, well, for setting this up. We are looking at scheduling some dates in the States. Awesome. That, 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 that's awesome. Like, like, I, I know that when, when you, you finally get to wrestle in America, you're, you're, you're going to love it because everybody loves, you know, American wrestling. And the, the thing about, you know, is wrestling in China is probably different than wrestling in England. Wrestling in England is different than wrestling in 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 uh, America, uh, so you won the AIWF European Championship. How does it feel to to win that championship? Well, the city I won that not my first championship. I won in under two years that I've been training, mm-hmm. and man, it's uh, you know just because you have a championship it doesn't mean like things get easier or like your training gets easier, you can take a back seat. With a championship, you become a role model. You become someone that people look up to, and mm-hmm. especially to be a European champion. Um, you, you've just got to step things up and just train, train every day, uh, promo every day, promote and progress every day. You know, like the way I see it too, my attitude is every day I'm a student. I'm always learning. I'm like a sponge. I want to grasp more information. And with this title, it's not a weight on my shoulders. It's more of an uplift to better myself. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, know, any time that you win a a championship, it's always, always a great thing, especially you always remember your first championship. And I guess in my last question before I throw it to my co-host, is you know you wrestled in in England, you wrestled in China. Uh, could we maybe see Kano wrestling in Japan one day? Because you know China oh, and Japan. Oh, good question, you know, Joe. Good question. So I would love to be able to to, to see you know Kano wrestling in you know for New Japan Pro Wrestling or any other wrestling in Japan and do you have any desire to wrestle in Japan? Absolutely Joe. What I love about Japanese wrestling, you know, it is it is strong style, you know. Not not only is it, you know, just doing your your typical wrestling, but man, 
you've got to show that you can take some hits. We've had some Japanese guys in the uh, in the Chinese scene. Don't get me wrong. When they chop, when they forearm, whatever they do, you better be ready for it because <laughs> it's going to keep coming. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> like a lot of people have, have said, that. Oh, I don't want to take up all of the time because I do have a co-host. So, Renee, why don't you come in here with whatever questions that you have? Absolutely. Uh, Again, guys, for those of you who are just now tuning in, we've got people from seven different states, I'm sorry, six different states watching right now. And uh, if you happen to be listening to the replay later on, we love you just the same. So my first uh, question for you, Mad Dog, is the question that most fans ask professional wrestlers, and I know that we've got a lot of fans watching here tonight, so where did the alias, the Mad Dog, originate? So I originated, well, sorry, I originally come from Ireland. I made my trade in the UK. The Mad Dog just actually came from a bit of a persona that the way I was in training. So I was just always just loved enjoying things, always just pushed everyone to better themselves. You know, I'm a type of person where if I'm going to better myself, I want to see the people I train with better themselves as well. You know, we're all on this together, so why can't we work together? Dude, that's a great attitude, and, and I think that has a lot to do with your early success in the sport. Well, I'm, I'm going to shift gears on you pretty quickly here. I think it would be a, a little silly if we didn't ask this question because you are uh, currently in China. Uh, what are the conditions like there for professional wrestlers? Are you guys uh, now currently allowed to go back to training? Uh, have you had any shows? Uh, what's the overall take on COVID-19 in China right now in the region where you're currently located? So right now, Renee, things are coming back to normal. Um, it's nice to see. Like, I'm back at work. Um, and, well, as you can call work all you want, but I really enjoy what I'm doing. Um, but in regard to the situation, now – we aren't allowed to promote or market any upcoming events. Um, with KOPW, the King of Professional Wrestling, I have done some events for them, uh, defend my title, while also getting backstabbed by Tian Bing. So well, let's not go too much into that. But in regards to right. that, well, you didn't hear it here, but we are preparing for a second wave. So, in regards to that, we are trying to keep things controlled. Um, with MKW, Middle Kingdom Wrestling, we are looking at maybe doing a show next month. And on that, I cannot confirm anything in the future because, well, like how things are, you can plan, you can plan. But until we get that confirmation date where everything is good to go, that's where we've got to wait a little bit longer. I can see that. I can see that that very, very uh, amazing Chinese culture starting to rub off in you uh, for us here in the States. Uh, we recently just came off, a lot of us, watching the Bruce Lee documentary that was done by ESPN, and he always says you got to flow like water, right? So you got to be willing to adjust, and it sounds like you guys are just waiting for the opportunity, but you don't want to jump the gun. I think that's very intelligent. Well, that's it. In, in China, everything is very cautious. No, um, what we tend to do is protect rather than um, treat. So we try, in, in that sense, 
Um, it's best to obviously prepare rather than, you know, have to treat everything after. And it's funny, you know, you should mention the Bruce Lee documentary because where I live in Guangzhou, Bruce Lee originated from Fo Shan, and that is where I live. And he has a statue, uh, let alone a lot of, um, let's say, I'm going to call it a lot of worshipping here, about maybe 10 kilometers from me. Huh. Wow. Wow, bro. you got to send us a picture. If you take a picture in front of the statue, will you send it to us? Yeah, man, yeah. I'll do that, no problem. As I say, I can do the pose and all. I can, well, I almost think I can do better than Bruce Lee. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. you got to relax. <laughs> you got to relax, Mad Dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, we do have a caller from here in the States, from the beautiful state of Kansas, that has a question for you. But before we bring him on, uh, I had one uh, that I wanted to ask myself, um, and this is it. You've seen, I think we've all seen, especially over the last five, maybe even seven years, um, talent from the U.K., uh, and specifically Ireland, has really found a way to break out and become main event talent. And I'm going to include the Scots in this, right, because a lot of people go, well, you know, kind of Scotland, Ireland, UK, they're all kind of married to each other in a weird way. I think you know what I mean, right? Um, you guys have yeah. done a tremendous job. Go ahead. Well, it's like we – sorry. No, no, it's, it's okay. So, Go ahead and interrupt. I, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, break out. Um, it's like, um, you know, we always look to the States as uh, – as role models, as a way to kind of think, you know, we can do that too. We can always better ourselves. And, you know, if you're not trying to better yourself, then what are you really trying to do? You've got the progress. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you've got to roll for punches. But, man, just keep going, and then it's always worth it in the end. Put, put in the work, absolutely. So I guess that leads me to my question then. Um, have you, do you feel that you have benefited being an Irishman now that there's such uh, an embrace of Scots, uh, people from England and Ireland in the professional wrestling business, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, uh, Fit Finley's son in New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, obviously Becky Lynch in WWE, uh, Drew McIntyre, who I know is a Scotsman, so I don't want to necessarily lump him in. But what I'm saying is I think the, the, the association between the countries is well known. Do you think people look at you and go, hey, you know what? Man, Irish people are really – oh, Finn Balor would be another great example. Do you feel like you benefited from that wave a little bit? And uh, and do you see it as a good or a bad thing? If so. Well, it's like having a typical sports persona, Renee. You know, whatever challenges you see, whatever weight you have on your shoulders, are you going to moan about it? Are you going to do something about it? And just like the names you mentioned, you know, I'm sure they've rolled with some punches. You know, you've got the likes of, like, uh, what you just mentioned, but uh, Bunley, but Bunley Son, Ben Baller, um, and don't forget, Big Seamus, um, and uh, all those guys, and Big Coach, you know, it's great to obviously see them going where they're going, mm-hmm. and long may they be remembered for what they're doing. But as I say, the likes of, like, Drew McIntyre, you know, don't forget William Regal, and, oh, my God, you know, like, these guys may have had a lot more barriers than 
normal folk, let's say. But I guess you can use it as an excuse. No, oh, I only got so far. I could have done this. I could have done this. Well, instead of saying, no, could have done this, could have done that, how about you know what your problem is? Try and overcome it. Progress. And then be thankful for it. Reflect. And try and help others. That's the big thing with the Irish culture. We love seeing all people doing well. You know, you had the, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and speaking out and stuff like that. I'm so happy to be Irish because we just love seeing everybody else doing well, and we'll always encourage one another. This is this is the game we're in. We want to see people do well, and so that's that. You're always remembered for um, your good habits rather than your bad habits. Well, rem- remember to a certain extent, of course. But how about we just all keep pushing one another and keep going from there? That's been my attitude from the very start, and that's what I'll continue to do because that's what's got me so far, and it's opened a lot of doors for me. I've met a lot of new people, and as I say, speaking to you guys, oh, man, I'm so happy to be speaking to you at the moment. And hopefully, you know, if there is anybody listening and you're going through a tough time, just just roll with it because, remember, there's always, um, well, the famous quote is, um, it's always darkest before the dawn. Wow, that's a oh, good that so, quote. That that is that is so true, and and uh, just allow me to say before we go to the caller, I think you're doing a great job. Seeing as you're relatively young in the sport, you know, I think you've been going only since uh, about mid 2018. You are carrying on the tradition, not only for uh, uh, you know professional wrestling on a whole, but specifically for your culture. I think you're doing a great job. Uh, of showing that you respect the sport, that you're willing to work hard, and that you hold people accountable. I, hey, all I can say is the tradition continues, and I think it's a beautiful thing. What do you think, Joey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know, the uh, a tradition definitely, definitely, definitely uh, continues. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump in here real, real, real quick, and then we'll, we're going to bring on this uh, caller that wants to ask a couple questions. So, most recently, you you've been dealing with your latest challenger for your European Championship, and that's a guy by the name of Tyne Bing. Can you tell us about what's been going on with uh, with uh, uh, this gentleman that you've been ha- having issues with? Uh oh! Yeah, here so comes the beat. Was the former NXT superstar. He was the first signee from WWE. And what he's trying to do is obviously keep keep his trade. He he's keep training. He wants to continue to build himself. He wants to come back to WWE. Of course, like you know, he, he's one of the lucky ones who's got signed for it. Now I feel maybe at the same time that with him coming back to China and he's promoting himself, that I don't know, maybe having this belt around my waist has kind of put a target on my back for him. So yeah, let's let's see what he has to say. He's very quiet on the social media. Again, I respect that. I understand maybe he's trying to grow something. But, yeah, let's let's see. If you're going to take someone out from behind, then let's see what it's like face-to-face. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah I like that. I'm with that, Joe. I like that. <laughs> absolutely. That is, is, is absolutely awesome. So, uh, so my next question is, you had your first championship match against a guy by the name of Craig. See, uh, I guess I'm pronouncing his name right, but only four months into your career. Like, like, how did did you go from starting out to four months later getting a, a title shot? 
Um, I didn't miss any training session. I just woke up in the morning and I just thought, right, what can I do? As soon as I went to that first session, Joe, man, it was like it was like ecstasy. I felt like just a kid again. No, why didn't why didn't I do this sooner? And obviously, because at the time I'm a little bit older, I've got to catch up now. I'm, I can't do anything about it tomorrow. I've got to do something about it now because where I want to go, every minute I've got to work. I can rest for a few seconds, that's fine, but I've always known what my target is, what my goal is. Man, for the people I've met, for the discipline that I have, I need to keep that. I need to use my willingness to always work. So in that regard, yeah, I've got to catch up. And in those four months, you know, like I said, not only was I still a beginner, but I was still trying to help everybody else where I could. You know, my martial arts background, that, that, that really worked well for me. And in regards to my strikes, well, let me put it this way. Um, we've all seen the Sean Claude Van Damme movie. Technique is king. But when you can do something that looks good, it also hurts a lot too. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Right there. 
Yeah. All right. You're here to hear, folks. You're here to hear on the WrestleTalk podcast. You're going to be seeing Mad Dog versus Finn Balor in a ladder match in like five or six years. Yeah, boy. Like, um, yeah, it'll be amazing. All right. So my other question is. So I went, I went to college uh, with Chinese people. Um, when I was in college, I loved learning about their culture and their customs and all that. You coming from Ireland, uh, how did it, like, I don't know if it's different over in Ireland from America to this, but how did it go to adapting to a, the Chinese custom? Um, so the culture difference, yeah, well, uh, before we move on to that, with uh, America and Ireland, don't get me wrong, we love a good drink and culture. But um, in regards to uh, living out in China, don't get me wrong, it's been hard. I've had to overcome things. The language barrier is obviously one. Don't get me wrong, Cody. You know, when you take that risk of going somewhere where you know nothing about, but it always looks good, it's always always worth it. The people here are so nice. They're so helpful. The food, don't get me wrong, there's a reason why we always call Chinese food Chinese food, because it tastes so good. The weather is amazing. I'm very taken care of over here. Nice. I want to go. That's now. awesome. That's great. Great couple of questions, right. Cody. Man, thank you. Yes, yeah, thank you, Mad Dog, for uh, answering my questions, and thank you. Oops. All right, Cody. Thanks very much for giving us for that, and I hope they say, um, you know. Hopefully this isn't the last time you hear from me. I always appreciate and support anyone who's supported me. So, yeah, big man, hope to hear from you again soon. Absolutely. All right, Renee, do you have anything, any more questions before we get into the shoot and shout segment? I, I do, actually. Um, I, I want to ask, and I know you're young in the business, so this isn't maybe something that you've been asked before. Uh, but it sounds like you're somebody that loves to give back, and, and, you know, obviously everyone is commenting right now how much they love your accent and all that. So I know that's not anything that that you have to practice, but people are, like, they're loving it, bro. They're, they're digging it big time. Is there any – there it is. I just heard it. There's another person saying I love his accent. So is there any knowledge that you would be willing to pass along to guys that are in the process of going through training – thinking about going through training because one of my friends is actually on here. Shout out to Mark Joe, who actually does a tremendous Irish accent. Uh, his, his character um, is Arden Murphy. And I know he's been working on it for a long time and he's actually been thinking or actually spent some time at Donovan Dojo is going to hopefully be going back. Um, sorry for the elongated question. So um, what advice would you pass along to somebody that is at the beginning of the road that you've now been on for a couple of years? Um, uh, so that, that's a very good question. That's something actually I really want to talk about for me. Um, again, I'm still uh, fresh-faced in this game. Um, I think what some people might call a green guy. Uh, I'm just doing this now over two years, but my advice to give to anyone would be remember why you want to do it. So on that note, you know, remember why you, you want to do it. It's simple because... It's the love of it. It's the interest in it. It's that adrenaline rush. But at the same time, what I love most about it is that you're putting smiles in people's faces. You're putting shock and awe in people's people's minds. You're giving them great memories. Love what you do and remember why you do it. And at the same time, don't forget your attitude. Some days you're going to get knocked down. Some days you're going to get knocked, or, sorry, lifted up. 
It's going to be psychologically. It's going to be physically. But just roll with the punches. And just, again, just remember why you want to do it. Remember why you started. That, that's what drives me every day. I'm, I'm almost in the best shape of my life. You know, don't get me wrong. This COVID-19, don't look at it as an excuse. Look at it as an opportunity because there's no shoot coming up. So why not at this time while you have this break, try and reinvent yourself, try and change yourself, try and better yourself and just continue to progress and just always remember why you started. Wow, great wow. So advice. Very eloquent, man. Thank you very much. I know that the young up-and-coming, I see my man Mitch on here uh, in addition to, to Marjo, uh, who are young up-and-coming talents in this sport that support the Wrestle Talk podcast. I know that those words of wisdom are going to go a long way with those guys. Uh, before we do get into shoot and shout, and I'll let Joe lay that out, I do want to remind everybody uh, that our guest right now is Mad Dog uh, Connor Mendorty, okay? And you guys need to take some time during the break to find him on social media and support him because I know that many of our listeners maybe are just exclusively wrestling fans that watch WWE, and that's okay. But expand your horizons a little bit because let me tell you how awesome it is to be able to talk to guys like Connor and then see him on the roster a few years later. I mean, Punishment Martinez serves as a great example as somebody who you guys heard here on the show not too long ago. Brian Pillman Jr., another guy who you heard here on the Wrestle Talk podcast not too long ago, are now main roster talent on some of the biggest companies in the world. So make sure you take some time and look up the guests that we have on these shows because in the very, very near future, they could be on the main roster. And like Cody, you could say, hey, guys, back in the middle of 2020, I actually got to ask Connor Doherty some questions before he made it to WWE, before he was in New Japan. So that's the opportunity that we're trying to, uh, to offer up to all the members of the WrestleTalk family. And uh, hopefully you guys appreciate that because we love you right back. Uh, all that said, Joey, you know what to do, baby. It's about that time. Let's get a little heated in here. Why don't you lay out the, the WrestleTalk podcast shoot and shout segment for Connor? All right, Connor. So the shoot and shout segment is your opportunity to say whatever is irking you, you know, whatever is making you angry. It could be wrestling related. It could be the fact that somebody's not using the turn signal. It could be that there's too much air in the bag of potato chips. So I'm gonna go first, and then Renee's gonna go, and then you're gonna close it out. So we got a little bit of music going, and entertainment. You can hit that music. Coming in strong with, 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 with the shoot and shout. Heck yeah. All right. So, my shoot and shout, uh, as you know, you know, last week, my one of my best friends uh, passed away because of, of COVID-19. And since then, has been a, a, uh, a, a storm. Let, let's put it that way. Uh, people have flocked to his Facebook page to say some of the worst things you could possibly say, uh, you know, I, I've 
heard things like like he deserved to die. I've heard things like they're glad that he died. And my shooting shout is, you know, have a little bit of compassion. You people got to understand that this gentleman just died like last week. So his family members and his family and his friends are all still grieving. And the last thing that we need is to see people going on and on and on about how if he didn't wear a mask, if he wore a mask, he'd still be be alive. And that the reason that he died is because he didn't believe in COVID-19. You know, have a little bit of compassion and, and understanding that everybody is still grieving this person's death. And the last thing that we need is you trying to drag his name through the mud. That is my shoot and shout. Renee, close this out. I love that, Joe. Man, Connor, you guys are going to be hard to follow, gentlemen, but let me try my best. You know what? I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Connor a little bit because I personally am a little bit upset and tired of the negativity. Listen, everybody who watches this show knows I tend to be a little bit conservative. I believe in the nuclear family. I believe in the Constitution. I read the Bible. That's just me. But because I believe that, that doesn't mean that I'm going to hate on Sonny Kiss for getting an opportunity to compete for the TNT Championship this coming Wednesday on a- on AEW. Listen, I have my sin. Sonny Kiss has his sin. We all have our sin. That doesn't mean that you don't deserve opportunity, okay? And I do believe in people being treated properly and equally, no matter where they come from and what they look like and who they like to have sex with. Because, first of all, that's not even any of your damn business. Where did y'all grow up? Why do y'all care so much about who somebody else is sleeping with? What the hell is wrong with you people? Okay? Believe what you believe, but don't be a hater coming from someone, again, who's a self-professed conservative. Leave Sonny Kiss alone. Let that man, woman, whatever he wants to call himself, live out his dreams. And if he gets a chance to face Cody Rhodes on primetime TV, that is not a bad thing, ladies and gentlemen, amigos. That is a good thing, and you need to learn to live with it. That is my shooting shot for the evening. What do you guys think? Did I go too far? I think I might have gone a little too far. Did I go too far? Yes. I, I think that, 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 that you, you were very, very uh, compassionate, and, uh, you know, you were very, very good in, in, in your shooting shot. Good job, Renee. Good job. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys very, very much. Well, Connor, two things before you go, amigo. Um, number one, Please make sure you share all your social media information or any upcoming shows you would like to promote with the members of the WrestleTalk family. And number two, welcome as the newest member of the WrestleTalk family, man. Why don't you go ahead? Absolutely, Renee, Joe. It's been a complete pleasure being on. Hey, thanks very much. But my social media for now on Facebook is Connor on Instagram and Twitter. Just like for all the guys support me, it's all for my con men. Con men, 876, that's lowercase, C-O-N-M-E-N, 876. I love all my con men, but they're always supporting me. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. All right, there. Go ahead, Joe. That was the one and only Mad Dog Connor. Uh, Doherty. So, man, what a great, great guy. Like, like very, very humble, very, very outspoken, Smart. great guy. 
Small guy, great, great, great guy. Yeah, well, guys, the uh, link to his Facebook page is on the uh, Facebook Live feed. If not, just hit us up. We can link you up with Connor, who, again, is 13 hours ahead in time and nearly 8,000 miles away. He's an Irishman who's doing very, very well in the world of professional wrestling, and he's now killing it over in the land of the rising sun, China. That's the kind of entertainment we're trying to provide here on the WrestleTalk Podcast, episode 306. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in two minutes and 30 seconds with hour two of the WrestleTalk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Stay tuned. Amir Jones. What up, Wrestle Talk fam? Do it for y'all. Check me out. 
kick in the door, wave in the full floor. Even them haters can't hate us no more. So unlock your door, cause we got some more. Every Wednesday we here, keeping it raw. Night out, nightmare jokes, and all the best jets. Like a double barrel pointed right at your chest. WrestleTalksPodcast.com. Smashing and killing it like the night at a prom. <laughs>
All right. Uh, I guess we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with the uh, Night Owl. Night Owl, if you can come back in at some point, let us know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do right now is we're going to bring in a man that has not called in for quite some time, and that is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Arden Murphy. What's going on, Arden? <laughs> oh, how are you doing there tonight, Jonesy? Oh, uh, I am doing great, boy. It sounds like, like you are fired up. What, have you been drinking, like, Fireball or Jameson or something? No. Like... No, 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 I, I, not, not fireball. Look, I had an incident with cinnamon a while back, and and, and it makes me queasy. Although Jameson, I, I am, I am friends with Jameson, but uh, but I tell you, you what, there, Jonesy, I have. Jameson is not Jonesy's friend. At one point, Jonesy thought that Jameson <laughs> was his friend until like a couple minutes later when Jameson decided to. Uh, to to overrun Jonesy and came back up and and that's another story. On the Murphy, what is going on? And he had to come up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It had to. Uh, uh, I yeah. tell you what. I tell you what I'm doing here tonight, Jonesy. I have a little bit of technical difficulties. It's so hard to hear you, but I will tell you what I am here for. Look, I have been kicking so much arse here in the FWWC. On Rise Brand, that I represent the place that I love. And I have to say, I put up a statistic on the page earlier today, and it's a fact. I haven't been defeated in a singles match in five months since February. I am your current reigning, defending, Spartan's heart, and world champion. Okay? I will be defending both of those titles. This Sunday, at Extreme Rules Horror Show, the Spartans Heart against the Luchador de Kansas City and the world title against Lilith. You were saying, Jonesy, I'm so, sorry I interrupted you. Yeah, so, you know, you, you, you say you haven't been, been beat in, in, in five months. You know, is it because you're that damn good or is it because everybody on Rise Band except for... Those that are in uh, La Familia, stop that. So I've, I've <laughs> been up against everyone on the roster, and Artie Murphy. none of them. Artie Murphy. Yes, sir. Artie, Artie Murphy. Murphy. Ooh, Artie, Artie Murphy. Artie Murphy. Please don't even entertain that question. And I know, because I, 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 I know. That El Diablo and somebody from La Familia had something to do with me being cut off. And and, and I was going to let you continue, Jonesy, in, until you started once again bringing those shenanigans to our beautiful, what's always a wonderful FWWC segment. So I'm going to go ahead and take over here, Artie Murphy, because I have a poignant question for you. There's been a sure. lot of debate. There's been a lot of debate about who the top superstar in Rise Brand is. There's no arguing who holds the belts. But we both know that it's between you and El Diablo. I know you guys have had your spat, but do you truly believe that you're better than El Diablo? Because from what I understand, he's got something to say about that. Well, Josie, now, look, I'll tell you this. I believe in my soul, 
that I am every bit better than the man. I'll take nothing away from El Diablo. He's Shut up, me. you idiot. Shut up. Oh, You see, El Diablo, El Diablo, I knew that you were going to use this supernatural bullcrap to interrupt the FWWC segment. Once again, Artie Murphy, the man is standing before you right now. What are your words to El Diablo before he, we let him spew his propaganda? More words to you, El Diablo. What Christ, fella? What is it that you want? Do you want another ass whooping? Is that it, fella? Because I'm booked up. But I'll tell you what. After Extreme Rules Horror Show, I believe that I'm free. And I can pencil you in, fella, if that's what you really, really want. Let's just put it this way, idiot. I've already talked to Hill Deal. And if you happen to use your luck of the Irish and get the title back... Let's just say we'll be seeing El Diablo and Arden Murphy too. And listen here, idiot. <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to who's better on Rise Brand, it's obviously me, because I'm over here in the gym, clanging and banging, and you're over there getting drunk and doing stupid shit. But while I'm on the line, I do have something to announce, Mister Night Owl, and that's about Friday night. Friday night, it will be me and Big Papa Kurt, Jimbo Slice versus Curtis Black and Arden Murphy in a tornado tag match. But not just any tornado tag match. You see, I don't think you guys know, but on Monday, I made these idiots sign up for a match that I get to pick a stipulation of no matter how ridiculous it is. And so, both of these idiots will have one hand tied behind their back. That's what? all I got to say. Oh, my gosh. Arden Murphy, listen, this is what I'm talking about. This is why there's controversy, because somehow, some way, La Familia, Nightmare Jones, and the rest of these clowns find a way to kind of get one over. Did you, did you know you were signing up for this? You are way too much of a veteran, a former general manager, to be falling for these sorts of shenanigans. Please tell us it's not true. Look, I signed some papers, but uh, I do believe some things have been manipulated. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm willing to take on any challenge. As ridiculous as some of them may come across, but I tell you what, El Diablo, the papers have been signed. You're on this Friday night, and I'll tell you what. Curtis Black and myself may have our arms tied behind our backs, but while you're in there with us, you're still going to be the man facing two other guys <laughs> at an ass-kicking contest with the other guys have three legs. So, you and Big Papa Kirk, prepare yourselves. All right. Because after we're done with the likes of you, I have some contract signings to get to. And I have an announcement before we're out of here. It's a night full of controversy, King of Dildos notwithstanding. Because 
As I as I have said before, I I have been I have been kicking. I've been kicking so much oh, ass. Apparently, it's also a night full of Irishmen. I am absolutely loving the Irish vibes tonight. I love it. <laughs> well, I certainly, I certainly aim to please that no doubt. But I'll tell you this. So, as I was saying before, I haven't lost a singles match in five months, and I have one-on-one matches with both Eluchador to Kansas City and Lilith at a Stream Rules Horror Show, defending both the titles that I have. Now, I defeated Lilith last night. The winner was supposed to pick the stipulation for our match, but I'll tell you this. I am announcing right here, right now, that I'm still leaving it up to Lilith to decide our stipulation. I am that confident in my ability to retain my world championship that I'm going to let her pick the stipulation for our match, and I'm going to let Elucidor to Kansas City do the same. Bring your worst because you're absolutely going to need it to pry my titles from my hands. And I hope the both of you are ready to get rocked. No. No. Just guess. Well, well, I would just say that for 
I'm extremely thrilled, okay, because you're actually going to break some news here. You know, usually you come on, you tease stuff, you don't actually ever break the news. So do you want me to hit the breaking news drop? Because for once, you're actually going to give us some news here on the WrestleTalk podcast. I'd be more than happy to do that if you actually got news that you're going to give us mayhem. Go ahead. Play, play the beautiful bean footage. Finally, you're going to make me happy for once. Marcus Mayhem has breaking news. And no, it's not that KOD has DVDs on sale. No, it's not that he got his lawnmower fixed. No, the breaking news is that Heaven's Demons this Friday will be taking on Prophets of Madness with Jake Wyatt. Now, I don't know what you want to call them collectively. You can call them a bunch of crap. The Pizza Nazi and, you know, the Prophets of, of Moping Around. It doesn't matter. Of course, they got Bishop. He's the Legends champion. He's the Warriors Heart champions. It's not going to be an easy match for us. I guarantee you, this Friday, we're going to come out with another notch on our belt, working through the system, and finally reaching the end of that mountain and taking it all for Heaven's Demons. Wow. I actually, and I'm Sending a message right now. Uh, I was assuming that you were going to pull the old okie doke and not actually give us any news. And I'll tell you what, I think that's amazing news. I think that the uh, the teaming of Jake Wyatt with the Prophets of Badness actually makes a lot of sense. And here's what I do want to ask you, though, Mayhem. Like, are you not a little concerned because there was an exhibition match before the qualifier started where Jake Wyatt had teamed with the Crystal Lake Killers, and you guys took a loss. So Jake Wyatt, from my perspective, maybe has the playbook on how to defeat Heaven's Demons. Any concern on your end about that? You know, there's an X factor in this whole situation. You see, Jake Wyatt teamed up with the Crystal Lake Killers, the current tag team champions. So, of course, he had a little clout on his side, seeing that they beat two out of the three members. Well, technically, it was just one. It was a handicap match against El Mata, which I still think it's bull that they even managed to get the match. But that was the reason why they got the win. This time around, you got Jake Wyatt, you got the Warriors Heart champion, you have the Legends champion, but then you have Madman Joe. And I've said all along, I've told Bishop, the only reason why you guys haven't made it to the top of the mountain is because Madman Joe is holding you down. And I think because he's the X factor, we're going to manipulate those emotions and he's going to bring them down. That's going to be our big play. Wow, okay. Maybe I'm peeling back the curtain a little bit here tonight. Well, I do want to ask this question before you go. Jonesy, you had the opportunity to face Heaven's Demons in the first qualifier. Uh, Anything you want to share with their upcoming opponents? Man, you know, I've... Must say it was was a very 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 tough match. If I'm not 
mistaken. I I, I think that that uh, uh, Almonte may have threw a little bit of salt into my eye, but you know we we still did what we do best, and we got some real new move, the tadpole splash, which is I jump off off of the bottom rope on the splash. Buckus jumps off the second rope and does a splash, and then Hulk Hoss jumps off of the top rope and does a splash. The tadpole splash, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that is pretty amazing, and uh, and who knows? You know what I mean? I think the Hefty Boys have, are a long-term proven trio here, and uh, maybe next time around, right? I guess this is supposed to be happening Every six months, is that right, Mayhem? Every six months is when the tournament happens. Yep, that's that's what it's supposed to happen. So every six months, we're gonna try it again, and maybe people need to have a new mix for their trios to get that right combination to take argu- arguably the top three people in the FWWC. So it's gonna be exciting, and hopefully after this first go around, we'll have more people join in and. Just grow, grow this thing. But before I go, I do have one more thing I want to say, and that's tomorrow. Huh? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I thought she was going to cut me off again. Well, tomorrow, Jake Wyatt, I know we got a big battle royal to figure out who faces you for that United States championship, and I'm going to let you know now that I am going to be a triple champ at the end of SummerSlam. And one of those belts is coming home, and that's yours. So keep your eye on that. I'm out. Wow. Well, Marcus Mayhem, for once, I'm actually glad you called in because you brought a lot of great information. Uh, Maybe this is the beginning of a new, like, friendship where you can actually call in and be respectful to the moderator and get your message across, say what you got to say, and then just go off peacefully, man. Is there any chance that we might be able to, like, 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 get along moving forward? I mean, what, what, what is this? It feels weird to me. You know what? Don't get your hopes up, okay? I mean, you have a better, you have a better chance of, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. The chances are pretty low, all right? All I'm doing is trying to promote something that me, El Mata, and El Diablo got started. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, maybe if you start, well, you, you know, paying me, paying me to come a little bit more, I'll I'll pay you. Okay. I'm I'm not paying you anything, Mayhem, and I'm just happy you didn't call me names for once. It'd be like the first time ever. So I guess thank you for not like being mean for once. I guess. Hey, you know what? It's the first time for everything, but I gotta go. Okay, I gotta go. Cause I gotta go pay your bills, so I'll talk to you later. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, a, a a surprisingly modest Marcus Mayhem. Hey, maybe he did just have business he wanted to take care of. Either way, I'm glad he didn't call me any names this time, Nightmare Jones, because I get about enough of that from you every single time you're on the damn show. All right, well, with all that said, we're going to go ahead and move on. We do have a few more callers we got to get through here through the FWWC segment. So far, so good is all I'm going to say, man. Every caller has absolutely been on fire. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, a gentleman who resides in one of the toughest neighborhoods in the United States. He's a fighter. 
And not only is he willing to take on one opponent at a time, but two, three, or four, whatever is necessary so that people will put some respect on his name and the name of Columbus Park. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. First time in a long time, the one and only Big T, the Paisan. My man, Nido. For once, Big T actually not in Columbus. You see, Big T is not in Columbus Park. Big T is actually four hours away, residing in the hill at this moment, handling the business. How are you gentlemen doing the other night? Well, it's it's good to have you on. Uh, the hill in St. Louis, a traditionally Italian neighborhood, that doesn't surprise me at all. Big T, you've been a busy man lately, man. Why don't you bring everybody up to speed? What have you been up to? <clears throat> you know, I've been sitting back just handling my business being a team player. But quite frankly, I got to say one thing, Night Owl. Sonny Money Mail, where the hell are you hiding? You come talking trash real big, and then you just go ghost. So it looks like I'm going to have to come to South Philly and look for you, son. Whoa. Well, for those who are not caught up, Big T the Python was called out by Sonny Money Mail of La Familia. A lot of noise was made a couple of weeks ago, but I think you're right, Big T. Where has Sunny Money been? He delivered his message, but as far as I know, it was just a lot of talking, really on both sides. So if we do hear from Sunny Money Mayo again, my question is, how are you guys going to settle the beat? Well, I'm looking to get it. Seeing as how um, we have a show coming up Sunday, and it's very impossible, I'm looking at SummerSlam. Sunny Money Mail, you come out from wherever you're hiding, because we all know you fear Big T, and let's do this thing at SummerSlam. Well, Big T, I'll tell you what, man. That's what this is all about. I know everybody's looking forward to FWWC Extreme Rules, but, bro, SummerSlam is right around the corner. I don't know how things are going to be shaken out. That's only six weeks away. That is one of our biggest shows of the year. So I think if anybody wants to make some noise, it has to start right away. Would you agree with that, Big T? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, hey, thank you once again for calling in. Thank you for keeping us posted, man. You continue to work hard and raise hell for your brand, Big T. Always appreciate you having hey, on. Hey, Night Owl, before I hang up, let me once again uh, plug the WrestleTalk podcast. If you guys haven't got your mug, it's only 20 bucks. Go ahead and spin it with these guys. You will not regret it. Much love, gentlemen. I'll talk to you all soon. Sunny Money Mail, come see me, man. Come see me. Woo! I love that, ladies and gentlemen. And that, unfortunately, brings us to the conclusion of the WrestleTalk Podcast FWWC segment. Sister Hoss, still on hold. We love you. KOB, sorry you got cut off. Uh, I was trying to get you back on, man, but unfortunately we just ran over on time a little bit. So thank you guys for being here. But let me also remind you that um, this Friday at WWC Tonight, hosted by the head admin, DeJuan Mills, it starts at 9.30 p.m. Central Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 
always available at WrestleTalkPodcast.com. That is a podcast where we spend about an hour, hour and a half exclusively talking about the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the Fantasy Wrestling Worldwide Chapter. Look us up over at WrestleTalkPodcast.com, or you can just find us on Facebook. Again, that's Fantasy Wrestling Worldwide Chapter. You always wanted to be a wrestler but couldn't actually get in the ring for some reason. This is the place to go. Real championships, real promos, real watch parties, and real friends. This is the E-Fed of all E-Feds. Actually, it's so great, we don't even call it an E-Fed, guys. We call it Fantasy Wrestling. Make sure you look them up. All that said, folks, it is time to get into the second featured interview of the evening. And as promised, Joan, promised, we are not just bringing in somebody from China. No, 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 no. We're bringing in somebody who is currently residing just to the north of the good old U.S. of A. So, Joey, you did such a great job, in my opinion. With that first introduction, would you like to go two for two tonight and handle the second introduction for tonight's show? Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, this next gentleman we're going to have on the the, uh, show is a gentleman by the name of Victor Oz McGoss. This gentleman hails from Quebec, Canada. Uh, he's only like like 10 minutes away from the hometown of Kevin Owens. This guy's been training since the age of 16. He had a lower back injury, but that did not stop him from pursuing a, a, a career in professional wrestling. He may have not been able to wrestle very much afterwards, but he still was involved in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our honor to bring on Victor Oz McGoss. We got a little bit of music. Try to pronounce this. Saint Jean Sur. Nope. Can you pronounce it? Montreal. <laughs> uh, I moved about a month ago from Montreal to Saint Jean Sur Richelieu, which is, like you mentioned, about ten minutes away from Marieville, Quebec, which is Kevin Owen of Bell. Okay. Okay. PCO. Okay. We actually had PCO a couple. Uh, Couple weeks ago on 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 the uh, podcast, great gentleman, G- great, 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 great gentleman. So you started training uh, to be a wrestler at the age of sixteen, like like that. That is a very very young age to uh, uh, start wrestling. So I, I'm guessing that that you've always known that you wanted to be a professional wrestler. Oh yeah. When I was younger, with the family and everything, watching uh, old pay-per-view, and actually it's my grandmother that introduced me mostly to wrestling, watching okay. uh, all the show on the Saturdays, like it was WWF, Shotgun, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I'm, I'm that generation that got introduced to our grandparents. Okay. So I, I'm guessing that 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 you you were big big fans of the 
Quebecers. <laughs> Because when I watched wrestling, it was you cheer for the bad guys, uh, for the good guys, and you booed the uh, bad guys. But now it's like, like if you're a bad guy, you still get 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 cheered. It's like everything has flipped around. How do you feel wrestling has? They now cheer for Dallas, actually. They now, they now cheer the fans. Now cheer for Dallas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, so, how do you feel that uh, uh, wrestling has uh, uh, changed throughout the uh, years with, with, you know, since you started uh, your professional wrestling career? Well, I saw the, the old school mentality and with the new school and everything. I'll be honest with you, like, there's positive part and negative part of everything. Uh, the best part, I think, is the bullying is not around anymore. Like, we used to get bullied. Like, uh, when we started, we were rookie and everything. We mm-hmm. had beat up for no apparent reason just because we were rookie. So, by all means, now, uh, I'm happy to help out, like, other rookies and not beat them up. <laughs> so, right? uh, yeah. There's a clash of generation, by all means. Uh, the old school versus the new school. Uh, I'm able to be like the gap in between, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay. Um, and my last uh, question that, that that I had for you is, there is, is a gentleman that, that I know of, and his name is uh, Sexy Eddie. I know that you've had a little bit of uh, experience with Sexy Eddie. Yes, actually, uh, we I used to manage him at some point, mm-hmm. and he even won a title with my wife, a tag team title with my wife, who's actually a pro wrestler as well. Nice. Wow. Working for, I'm a promoter as well, uh, which is a FML, which obviously stands for something else for you guys, but uh, in French, it's uh, something different, so uh, if you want to <laughs> check it out. <laughs> so we yeah, you're right. That does stand for something else for us. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, uh, he's actually a worker there. Like, he's a regular talent. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Renee, I know that you are back, so why don't you step in here and say hello and ask whatever questions that you have. No, well, Oz, uh, thank you for being here, bro. And, and let me tell you something. I love uh, the fact that you're from Quebec because uh, I grew up in South Florida. And uh, as you know, my name, it, it has a French origin. And I know people from Quebec, a lot of people from Quebec speak French. And so a lot of people would always ask me, are you from Quebec when I was growing up? And I would say, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm originally Mexican. But, man, how, how cool is it uh, that we can talk, right? You're in Canada. We're in the U.S. We have this mutual respect for the sport of pro wrestling. And what, what was so interesting to me, even when you were talking to Joe, is you were talking about, like, yeah, I, I had my injury, but my passion for the sport overcame that. Can you talk to us a little bit about that time where you did suffer that back injury and you had to redirect your career? Because I think that's somebody a lot, that's something that a lot of people can relate to, having to adjust and change, but still be able to pursue your dream. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Uh, it was a little detour, but by all means, I took the best out of it. I'm always trying to take the best out of a situation whenever it's the worst situation ever. Uh, I did right. wrestle a few, a few matches here and there. Uh, I don't mind it, but I'm so more versatile and I'm so much better and uh, way more competent in other stuff that I rather like focus on that. For the promoting, uh, obviously COVID hit and us in Canada is so bad. Like we're not allowed to this day to start doing other dates and everything. So if nothing changed, I need to cancel my uh, 2020 season. Uh, but you know, like I did four shows and we drew like 500 people each time, which is like the maximum capacity of the venue, like even on the first show. So, uh, I'm
uh, I'll be able to work out something else. Uh, I always try to mix my local core guy, the one that sells the, 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 the tickets, with either name uh, that would help my guy out. So I want to raise the quality of my core, my, like my main roster, get them up with experience. So example, um, last, uh, two shows ago, I brought uh, Sir Mo from uh, Texas with uh, two of his uh, workers. So obviously he did a seminar, he talked to the, the kids and everything, made them learn a few stuff, and I'm still in contact with Sir Mo actually to this day. So, uh, yeah, 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 so good. And uh, as we speak right now, the wise, uh, let's see here, uh, same thing for Bob Evans from Ring of Honor. Uh, yes, Uncle Bob, we, we love it. Uncle Bob. Joey, hey, we love, Ooh, hey, listen, Joe, yep. uh, and everything. so, so my, my partner Joe, uh, who's the co-host of the show, he lives over in the Maryland area, and we've had Bob Evans on the show. So if that's the caliber that you're bringing in, you guys are clearly bringing in some of the top talent in the world, to be honest. Because Bob Evans is very respected. Very, very respected. I love him. He's awesome. Yeah, I almost got body stained by brutal Bob Evans. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Oz, I think you'll like this story. Joe, why don't you tell that story one more time, bro, with the Bob Evans story. I think that's a real cool one. I think Oz will like it. So I am a professional wrestling referee, and uh, we brought Brutal Bob in to, to do a, a seminar, and he, he did a match, and during the match, like like it was a taxi match, and everybody that was coming in was getting body slammed, and all of a sudden he turns in and looks at me, and he just picks me up, and I said, he's going to body slam me, and I was like, my legs were kicking, I was like, no, 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 and they had to put me in. He put me me back 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 down and and it, it was just he he was such a awesome guy. I love Brutal Bob. <laughs> yeah, I, he's awesome. That's that's very very good. I love that. Well, let me move on to my next question, and it's this. Um, so as far as exposure, you you talked about you know you got five hundred people in the building when you were only expecting 250, uh, did you ever go back and, and try to figure out exactly why that was? Was it the promos? Was it the posters? Uh, was it just that particular community? What did you end up attributing that to? I think it's a mix of everything. Like we had the opportunity to have a TV interview. We had uh, an ad on the highway, like, you know, those big billboards with the uh, right, big, like, and everything, say wrestling is back in the area, stuff like that, man. So, so uh, it's a it's a mix of everything. We did uh, the radio host talked about it. Uh, so everybody, the community as well wanted to have wrestling as well, which is a good thing. Uh, they were done, used to have a lot of activity and stuff, so you know we're really happy about wrestling coming back. Dude, yeah, so are we, dude. And we we watch it on TV all the time. You know, we're a little spoiled. Uh, there's a, lots of professional wrestling, but there's nothing like seeing it live. Uh, I, I guess my final question before I throw it back to Joe is about you specifically. So 
who is Richter Oz McGod? Like, I know that this had to be something that you had in your mind for a while, then you made it a real thing. So what was the idea behind Richter McGod? Well, when I was a kid, uh, I was a god kid. <laughs> uh, and by right. I mean, like, I always wanted to have something different. Uh, people used to call me Oz all the time because of my last name, which I won't pronounce because in, uh, it's in French, and it wouldn't make any sense even, like, uh, there's no there's no, uh, there's no uh, English pronunciation of my last name. Uh, okay. By all means, like, I came up with the name, uh, I was a god, uh, and that's it. I wanted to have something uh, Scottish because I was managing some Irish guy, so... Turns out like that, man. Uh, I was a big fan of Richter Belmont in Castlevania as well. So I just say, you know, like, my name is Eric, so why not switch to Richter? And that's it, man. That's as boring as that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty good, Joe. What do you think? That's pretty good. We all find inspiration in different yes. places, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So... My that, that, uh, uh, Joe, jump back in here, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you managed a, a gentleman that I have seen uh, wrestle multiple times, and and he's definitely a strange wrestler. And this is a guy by the name of Bucks Belmore. Uh, can you tell us about uh, uh, working with 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 Bucks? Because Bucks is is a different type of uh, wrestler. It, You'd have to see him. <laughs> He's disgusting. Let's put it that way. He's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> but by all means, like, when I found him, uh, he used to be under another name uh, out of, uh, you know, those uh, four name generators. So his name was actually Busty Love. So that's pretty generic. So I, I came up with him. Uh, and we create the Bugs Belmar persona. And yeah, man, he's been around. Like obviously injuries happened, so he had to stop his career a few times. He actually worked CZW a few times mm -hmm. as well. So yeah, man, uh, we create the gimmick uh, like the how to put that. Uh, I'm looking for my word being French. Uh, it was the nasty side of society, like stuff like that. So he he was doing all the stuff. Remember when Tommy Dreamer had the gimmick of uh, like doing disgusting stuff? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it went out of hand quickly with butts as well. So drinking uh, water out of uh, urinals and stuff like that. So yeah, that was bucks. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, Very nice. definitely. Now um, there, there was another person I wanted to to ask you about, and, and this is a, a lady by the name of Electra McGraw. Who exactly is is Electra McGaw? Oh boy, that's good a question, Joe. <laughs> one one match, and it was because uh, we were working an all lady show, mm -hmm. and one of my guys decided, you know what, I'm gonna cross dress. And, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so we, we end up working a girl over there with fun. And that was a reason, like we create electronic gut just to, uh, just to to have a in book on nice. the leading show. Nice. That's pretty much it. There's no, not so much the story. Like uh, <laughs> we 
question I'll throw it back to you now you know you 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 started this wrestling promotion FML um what wrestler would you like to bring in to your promotion like like any wrestler you know wrestling for AEW WWE you know Ring of Honor who would you like to bring in to uh, the promotion Obviously, the local guy, uh, PCO, is always a, a good get. Right now, he's uh, under contract with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. PCO. Yo, wait a minute. Wait a minute. PCO <laughs> was one of our featured guests for episode 300 of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Much love to PCO. Thank you for bringing him up, Oz, because episode 300 was a big deal for us. And he and was so it. awesome, man. What a great guy. We love PCO. Absolutely. So he's from, uh, he actually found where I'm running and where I'm living now. So by all means, uh, that would be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Order is two friends of mine. I know them since forever. That could be a good one as well. Right. Um, yeah. Going with local. Uh, I had spoken uh, before COVID with uh, NWA for Nick Aldis as well. So, yeah, sky is the limit. <laughs> nice. Wow. Awesome. All right, well, Renee, why don't you come in here with uh, whatever questions that uh, you have, and then we can get into the uh, game show challenge, sir. For sure. All right, no question. Well, thank you very much, Joe, and I do have one final question. The question is this. Uh, obviously, the mainstream audience, they usually are watching something like New Japan, or WWE, or AEW, uh, the question is simple, Richter. What do you watch when you're not dealing uh, with your own promotion? What do you like to watch on TV when it comes to professional wrestling? A bit of everything, to be honest. Like, I'm watching uh, a lot of independent wrestling on TV uh, for okay. selling for talent. Like, talent that I love to bring, example, uh, the... I'm going to miss that up because I'm pretty sure a uh, fair country. So huge tag team, independent tag team. I love them. Uh, sounds like that, like Chris Dickinson, you know, like Dirty Daddy and stuff like that. So uh, I'm watching all the, the main federation. Uh, Game Changer is one I love to watch. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, most likely Game Changer. Independent wrestling, all this stuff. Federation over there, like I'm a big uh, fan for Orange Cassidy. I uh, work in actually uh, a series that go with Fox, uh, other uh, different gimmicks. Love the guys since that moment. So yeah, a bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. That that's good to hear, and that's what we're always promoting here on Wrestle Talk. Uh, uh, Richter, we, we're always telling people, hey, you know what? We know a lot of the folks that are going to watch our show. Uh, or maybe tuning in for the first time, maybe they're WWE only. That's okay. That's okay. We all started with WWF, WWE, most of us, right? Listen, there is so much more out there for you. Independent 
ProWrestling.tv is a great source. Uh, our friends over at Journey Pro are on there. Anarchy's on there. I know you guys are on there. So make sure that you take this as an opportunity to expand your horizons a little bit and learn about promotions that maybe you're not familiar with. Because let me tell you something. Uh, I would have never been a part of Wrestle Talk if it wasn't for me going to my very first independent show in Kansas City, okay, a couple of years ago. So if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure that you check out um, any independent wrestling promotion that is in your area. It doesn't matter if it's West Virginia or Quebec, Canada or Kansas City. Make sure to go out and support your local independent promotion. You can usually get seats for about 10 bucks, guys. It's not that hard to do. So hopefully as things open up during the pandemic, it opens up opportunities for people to go out and support their local independent promotions. Uh, that, but that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Uh, so, Richter, as we attempt to close out tonight's show, we hear that as hardworking as you are, you're a very competitive person. So we want to invite you to join us for tonight's edition of the WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. My question is, are you ready to go one-on-one with the Night Owl in a little bit of a trivia challenge? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? I don't guarantee anything, but sure. <laughs> but actually, Let's tonight do it, it's, baby. It's, it's my turn. Tonight it's, it's my turn, Renee. So you should have it in your uh, inbox. But anyway, inbox. you're gonna go ahead and I do. Yes, I, you're right, Joe. Go ahead. Anton, tell me you can play that music anytime. There it is. Canada. 
When you think you know who I am talking about, please just shout out your answer. The first person to win two out of three falls will win tonight's contest. Again, are you gentlemen clear on the rules? Wait a minute. If this is about Canada, this dude's from Canada. What are you talking about? This ain't fair? Man, this Nightmare Jones. Nightmare Jones, don't shoot the messenger. I'm the one I'm not the one who comes up with the question. If the topic tonight oh, is about goodness. Canada, you just gotta deal with it. Sorry, bro. Why can't it be like about like like cheeseburgers or or french fries or you know? <laughs> Is that what anyway. you're an expert in cheeseburgers? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, guys. I don't come up with the questions. I'm just here to host. So, again, Richter, are you ready? Nymere Jones, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Let's go ahead and get on with question number one. This professional wrestler has often been billed as the last graduate of the Heart Dungeon. And he was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Since arriving in the WWE, he has held the WWE Tag Team Championships on three occasions with Cesaro and David Hart Smith. After suffering an in-ring injury that ended his career, this man has he become it. He said it. He got it. What did he, he say? He said Tyson Kidd. He said Tyson Kidd. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed that. Sorry about that. The answer is correct, Richter. You are officially up one fall to zero. Good job. That going it. <laughs> Question right, number two. Question number two. This professional wrestler, who was once a member of TNA's Team Canada faction, hails from the province of Ontario, Canada. Over the course of his career, he has held the NWA Tag Team Championship and the TNA Tag Team Championship. He defeated his own partner, that is correct. Bobby Roode is correct. Ah. Oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> An amazing job going up 2-0 tonight and really winning tonight's WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. That said, Jonesy, you have the opportunity to get at least one correct and not be swept tonight. Would you like to continue? Why not? Why not? Let's, let's, let's do this. Hopefully, I can get at least one. All right. I think Richter's nope. got the answer. Right. Dude, Richter has got the beat on you tonight, man. Oz is on point. All right, let's move on to question number three. This professional wrestler was born in Laval, Quebec, Canada. During his career, during his career, this man has held many championships, including championships under the mask at PWG and at Ring of Honor. He said it. He said it. El Generico he, he, is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, we have... 
that means that you should listen twice as much as you talk. That's all I got to say until episode 307 of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And remember this, black wrestlers matter. Sponsored by the Wrestle Talk podcast with Joe and Renee. Intern Timmy, spin them tunes. We'll catch y'all next week. 24-7 over at WrestleTalkPodcast.com. Adios! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>